Well, this Monday of the fifth week of Lent is a really um, presents us with some really great scriptures, and I look forward to year after year kind of refining what I would say on this day. Um, when I was in Auburn, I took Mondays off, so I actually never preached on Mondays, so I, I never got the opportunity to speak about this really great passage from Daniel. Um, and of course, we've got a great passage from the Gospel of John as well. I think, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure the Jews did not have any authority from the Romans to put anybody to death. And that's precisely why they handed Christ over to be crucified. But but they still would do it. They would still stone people. So St. Stephen, for example, was stoned. And, you know, so they would kind of do this, but it was really, it wasn't legitimate. So, I mean, Jesus really didn't have to do anything. He probably could have pointed that out. He, he could have said to them, you know, guys, right now we don't have the sovereignty and, uh, we're under the rule of the Romans, so basically it's illegal to kill this woman. So whether she's guilty or not, or what my opinion is, is you know uh, pointless. It's not to the point. You know we we don't. But he's he's smarter than that. He's more clever than that. You know because he's not just dealing with a you know an intellectual argument. He's actually bringing them uh, around to have to face their own sins and uh, making them look at their own lives. It's very very clever. So in both of the stories, we have the wisdom um, of the youth in a certain sense because Jesus is a relatively young guy. He's in his early 30s, uh, you know. And here are these older guys who are going to condemn this woman. And so you got this younger guy who's kind of outsmarting the older guys. I mean, normally how it works, how it should work, is as we get older and our hairs get a little grayer. I'm starting to get gray hair on my sides here. Okay, I think some of you got some gray hairs out there. As, our, as we get older and our, our hairs get grayer, you know, we know by experience we've made mistakes in life, and uh, hopefully our passions cool down a little bit. They don't always, they don't go away, but they cool down a little bit, and our reason starts to kind of take the ascendancy in our life. And by experience, the mistakes that we've made, hopefully we're a little bit wiser. <laughs> um, but every once in a while, you do find it a situation where the younger person really actually is is wiser than the older person, and it's a tragedy. I mean, it's kind of silly, you know, and it's a real. Shame to see an older person who's really hardened in their sin, or they're foolish. You know, to see an older person with gray hairs and they're foolish. You know, how how crazy is that? How tragic is that? Uh, it happens every once in a while, and I think you got the situation here. You know, you got Daniel, who's this young guy. You got these two older guys who uh, the story here, the broader context of the story in, in Daniel, is that there's a, a beautiful woman. She's a married woman. And she's bathing in her own private property, and they spy upon her, they see her, they lust after her, and they go up to her and they basically say, sleep with us if you don't, you know, we've got a lot of authority and clout in the community, we're going to accuse you of committing adultery with someone. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it, you're going to be put to death. So basically they were saying, sleep with us or you die. And she couldn't do it. She's a, a righteous woman. And, and so she says, you know, I'd rather die, basically. I, I entrust my, my case to God. Um, so you got in the, in the longer version of that text, there's a very, um, Richard read the shorter version. The longer version of that text, there's a lot to it. Uh, it's, it's really, it's really nifty. One of the, uh, lines that I like from the longer version, it says about the older, get these old guys, it says they suppressed their consciences. They would not allow their eyes to look to heaven. They suppressed their consciences and they would not allow their eyes to look to heaven. And I think that's 
you know, very telling. When, when we sin knowingly, when we go against our conscience, you know, a lot of people will say, well, I, I, I didn't know any better. You know, I did this thing, but you know, I, I didn't know any better. Come on, that's not wrong, you know. And so I'm, I'm just abiding by my conscience. My conscience doesn't tell me that this is wrong. I believe this is right. So I'm not going to be judged by God on, on the last day. Well, that's probably not the case because the reality is that conscience has got different levels. There's, there's all these like deeper and deeper, deeper levels. And the, we have to examine our conscience because we're not always aware really of what our conscience is telling us. We have to be, there's deeper levels to it. And uh, someone can be doing something and telling themselves, yeah, it's okay, this is not wrong, it's all right, this is no big deal. But actually, if they were to really kind of stop and, by with the help of God's grace, be more reflective and go deeper into their conscience and really examine their conscience, they would hear their conscience say to them, hmm, what you're doing is wrong. But what people do is they, they in, basically willfully direct their mind away from what they know to be the case. So like these old men, they did not look up to heaven. They did not look, so they just chose to look. It's all about what you consider and what you're listening to. So they can, they, they chose to listen to like more superficial levels of their conscience instead of going deeper into their conscience, which would, would tell them what you're doing is wrong. So they really are responsible. Their conscience really is telling them what they're doing is wrong, and they will be judged on the basis of their conscience. Uh, by the Lord. Um, and I, I just think that that's a really true and profound understanding of how people can suppress their conscience and do what they know is wrong, all the while telling themselves with rationalizations and justifications that what they're doing is, is okay. Um, what else? There's so much, you know, rich lessons we can draw from these, from these passages. In the gospel passage, the woman who's committed adultery really has committed adultery, so she's really um, guilty. And uh, one of the lessons is to kind of suspend judgment, refrain judging people even when they're guilty of sin. Okay, And then all the more so, of course, in the first passage, she's not guilty. She appears to be guilty, possibly, because of the testimony of these two false witnesses. Um, but ultimately, there's not sufficient evidence against her. It's just the word of two men, and it's really, you know, they, they needed stronger evidence. And so this is what, where you get into the issue of rash judgment. Rash judgment, very, very common sin. Rash judgment is passing judgment on another person, even if it's just in your thoughts, on the basis of insufficient evidence. You know, you hear they say something to you, and then and you interpret it in the worst possible way. You know, you don't, you don't. It's just you're not justified in in interpreting that the way that they said it in that sense. Or someone does something, and again, you don't know what the context is. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what they're dealing with in their life. And uh, rash judgment, rash judgment. Worst thing is that you hear about what someone did, and you pass judgment on them. You know, through gossip or rumor or what have you. So these are really, really deep passages. There's a lot out that we can draw from these passages, and I look forward to, uh, to doing so as the yearly cycle of Lent comes around. So uh, maybe just today, you know, the, the lesson is do not judge for a number of reasons, um, uh, probably most of all because oftentimes we don't have the, the all-sufficient uh, knowledge to make a good judgment. And so that's why we should refrain from judging.